Hello, my name's Toby Shapshak, and you're listening to The Stuff Podcast. Today, I'm speaking to a man who has a remarkable portfolio of exciting things at his fingertips, and that is Florian Seicher, who is the global CEO of HMD Global, whose phones you will definitely know, they make Nokias. Hello, Florian. Hello, thanks very much for having me. And thanks for coming to South Africa. One of the things I really like about Nokia is that there was a period where you stopped making handsets and you still had something like a 20% market share in various countries in Africa. And I, and I, I think that's just such a sign of how powerful the brand is. Uh, it's a great brand. It is a fantastic asset and we cherish that every single day. And this is for us uh, really the foundation of our connection to our customers, but it's also our obligation to make better products every day. And they are really good. They're some of, some of the favorite ones we see at Stuff. They're really solid, brilliant engineering, and really reasonably priced. I think that's part of the appeal, is that they're good, solid, won't blow the bank. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I'm here in Africa, is exactly that uh, looking at ways how we can even accelerate the transition from consumers who love their previous uh, Nokia uh, basic feature phones, but now people want a smartphone, but as you say, they want a good quality smartphone at an affordable price. So that's one of our key focus areas, how to bridge that gap and bring customers to a smartphone experience uh, that they can equally love, like they used to love their feature phones. Well, I mean, you're saying that, and on the wall is a giant picture of, a, of the new generation 3310 playing Snake, and I, I'm, I mean, I, I'm going to struggle to, to leave here without leaving with the poster. I, if it's gone when you come back, it's me. Um, because it is such an iconic experience of anyone who grew up in the 2G era, like... You know, I mean, I look at my son who's four and a half. He's, he's probably never going to learn to touch type. He may never learn to drive a car. He will never experience the world without internet everywhere. You know, he won't, you know, he won't experience the vicarious joys of us unconnected people who could play a game of snake on our phone, you know, with one thumb. It may seem recidivistic, but it's, I think it was just a brilliant game that required skill and chance and, and didn't have any candy in it. Yeah, absolutely. But that's also, you know, we're trying to do a lot of education with customers today as they move into the smartphone world so that they understand, you know, there are new delighters for them, which might not be as pleasurable as the snake game in the past, but which are very important. For example, Getting your security updates yes. on their smartphone, yeah. you know, isn't as again isn't maybe the fun uh, on the surface, but it's a very important enabler to keep your smartphone experience, you know, good and safe by having those security updates. True. I mean, the the speaking to the right kind of paranoid, I'm I'm obsessive about cyber security. So, I think one of the things that I really appreciate is the is the the safety that comes with a Nokia handset. Yeah, again and again, this is part of our core promise. And again, one of the very interesting dynamics I've now seen in my trip here in Africa is that 
consumers are starting to get even access to different ways how they can buy their smartphone. Yeah. Uh, of course, the operators are already making a lot of effort to bring uh, consumers onto their smartphone, but there's new ways like direct consumer financing, where yes. basically you only have to pay a part of the purchase price upfront, and then you do little installments over time, which just makes it makes that uh, customer base who can get access to their smartphone much wider. True, and there, there are quite a few services that provide that kind of lay-by experience that aren't cellular operators. Yeah, and in that setting, again, we feel that uh, the quality of the phone itself is becoming more obvious and yes. uh, gets more attention from those consumers because if you have to pay off your you know, cost of your handset over a duration of, of several months, you the one thing you absolutely want to be sure that your phone keeps working yes. well yes. while you're still paying off that phone. Yes, indeed. Know. What are some of those services that you've seen and been impressed with in Africa? Uh, again, the I think the penetration of the mobile money and the ability to do everything, you know, a lot of your daily life through that. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. That's a, such a vibrant ecosystem. And I think that will grow stronger and stronger. The GSMA says half of all mobile money services in the world are in Africa. And you see that because there just isn't any banking infrastructure and credit cards and bank accounts are just too expensive given the the, the how, how poor most people on our continent are. So mobile money is a no-brainer. Having a good, solid phone that won't fall apart is another one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but again, I think the, the one service, which is this consumer financing of your yeah. device, is a, a super impressive uh, yeah. development here. We are actually helping that through a, an, a key, in, because in order to make that happen, the one important enabler is a is a remote locking capability, yes. but also again a secure locking capability. So, yes. uh, because only then you can really give that asset to a consumer who otherwise wouldn't qualify for traditional credit. Yeah. So this is a nice thing, and that can go beyond. You know, now they get their first smartphone. Yes. They can get a, a tablet later through this. I mean, it's one way of creating a, a, a credit profile. Yes, you yes, know. yes. I mean, like all South Africans who could, I went backpacking around Europe, and I came back, and, and I didn't have a credit record. <laughs> What do you do? You open an Edgar's and a Woolworth's and every other account and you diligently pay them off and then suddenly you have a credit record. You know, I remember thinking, what is a credit? Why would I need one? Well, it's the way the world works. And then yet this is a service. This is a, a financial service for people that is using appropriate technology. I'm quite sure the sign-up process is also mobile-based. Correct. And, and would use, you know, location-based information. Exactly. The, you know, the innumerable good examples we've seen yeah. of that kind of service. And also, I think the other uh, thing that is exciting, which is maybe still in early stages, but I would expect to grow a lot more, is also the whole, you know, digitalization of the economy, yeah. which is not just... Uh, driven by big public or even government projects, but really the grassroots, you yeah. know, new companies setting up coffee shops, setting up delivery companies using modern technology, 
simply because it's much more efficient it's uh, and yeah. it's available. I mean, during lockdown here, my local Impala greengrocer just put up a sign saying, order by WhatsApp. So did the local pick and pay. They were brilliant. You sent in your order. It wasn't an app. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't, you know, a couple of million rand of development, even though I used, you know, apps like Checkers 6060. But it was brilliant, you know. And there was the greengrocer delivering what we needed, sent via WhatsApp, you know. So uh, I just, I, you see that kind of enablement. Like that, that, was, that just didn't exist a couple of years ago. You know, we look at uh, Arthur Goldstuck, who I think you interviewed before me. He did research that showed that just having a website made companies, I think it was 20% more profitable. It's fascinating. And, and you see that with a mobile device. Now you can accept payments through a mobile phone or a QR code. It's the future and, and we're living right here. What are some of the big trends that, that you're seeing? Some of the other trends is definitely also around managed devices or in the yeah. enterprise space because once you know that uh, digitalization of everything is not just uh, in your personal life yeah, but for the consumer. companies and therefore for the companies you then there is the cross you know you have that single entrepreneur with the coffee shop yeah. where maybe that phone is both his personal device and his work phone. Yeah. But you have then the next step is take taxi companies who have, you know, uh, a smartphone in the car for their navigation, for their billing. And then yes. it becomes almost a non-personal device because it's purely, it's attached to that vehicle, so yes. to speak, no matter who the driver is. Yes. And then in that environment, typically you also have a, software platform to manage you know the uh, what these devices are capable or allowed to to do and this is definitely another big emerging trend that let's say the manageability of multiple uh, you know smart devices yeah. yeah i mean it's it is the kind of enterprise way of managing a fleet of devices exactly. like a fleet of cars yes, yes. that that is 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 now within reach of a small business i mean it's yes the things that you had to be the size of Amazon or Walmart to be able to compete with, now there's a service for small business. It, Correct. It is the growth engine of any economy, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. What are some of the other things you've seen that have empowered small businesses? Uh, again, that I think the whole aspect of the you know data uh, or being able to tap into the power of big data even if you're a small enterprise, yeah. I think that's a, that's a massive trend and a great opportunity, you know. And, and in many ways, I think that, that everything is cloud-based. just exactly. means cloud-based and pay-as-you-go. I mean, it's, yes. I, I like to say we pioneered pay-as-you-go here in South Africa and in yes. Africa. There was one Portuguese network operator that tried it first, but it was Vodacom here in South yes. Africa that really made it a, a mass market product and, and pay-as-you-go is now a concept used in every industry. And maybe another thing I observed, especially here, but also when I, you know, when I compare that local context of Africa yes. versus Europe, for example, if we talk about uh, 5G as the next technology step, you know, in, 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 uh, what, is ex what I find very exciting here is because of the big challenge that still exists, with the fixed line infrastructure, yes. 
This actually makes 5G in cities, in urban centers, in business yeah. parks a great solution for providing, you know, that broadband experience. Totally. And you don't need, I think here is an opportunity to actually be much more focused in just maybe first limiting the 5G rollout to yeah. those urban, and but then provide real value with yeah. the faster speeds. Oh no, I agree. I mean, you see, you see what happens to a group of people or a population where you have greater internet access. All of the advantages of this digital democracy that the internet provides, you see the impacts in so many other businesses. And in, and in the economy at large. Another trend we are seeing is uh, obviously, and we are spearheading in Europe because again, our frame, the message we are telling to our customers is, you know, you should choose a Nokia because you can love it, you can trust it, and you can keep it. And so that's kind of our overall marketing frame. But uh, one big uh, element for us is that under that keep it is not just that your phone is built to last yes. longer for you, yes. but it's also that sustainability angle is becoming yes. more important. So we've already last year launched consumer offers. If you buy a new Nokia X series, we will plant 20 trees for I you. I love that. And uh, we're going to focus on I'm not a very good at, at, at gardening. I have, <laughs> I have what's called black thumbs. I, I managed to once kill a cactus. Um, so thank you for that. <laughs> it's, it's interesting because I've, no, I've known Nokia for 20, 30 years now. I mean, I've been reporting on this company. None of the things you're talking about are, are new to me. Nokia's yes. always been very environmentally yes. focused. Yes. Yes. You've always made yes. robust, yes. solid phones. I'm trying to remember what it was like, the 5510. It was a little orange one that came in a plastic case. I can see people nodding their heads. Probably listeners are going, I had one of those. I had a friend who bought two of them when he realized that they were going to not sell them anymore because he wanted to keep going with them. And, and that's, like, that's brand loyalty you... You can't buy. Absolutely. And therefore, you know, focusing and delivering some of those fundamental things that consumers want is for us a clear and great north star of yeah. where we should put our efforts. Yeah. In fact, actually, there's a there's a bit of a cult of 6310 users in South Africa. Okay. I should say 6310i. Um, <laughs> and in fact, I, I at the Financial Mail's 50th birthday celebration, there was a guy still with his 6310 with the gold cover, um, buys them as, as many as he can find. You know, that's like, that's kind of like people who drive old cars, like an MG, or I discovered the other day that like weird Ford from the 80s is considered like a, a retro car these days. And we, you know, we are, we are fortunate we've been able with that 3310 yes. that we brought in our new setup uh, a couple of years ago, we actually sold 15 million of that wow. device. So, and One that is just a small, you know, part of that uh, love story. Well, that's great. One of those was me. I bought a bright orange one. Um, my son left it in the garden somewhere. Uh, <laughs> sometime during lockdown, we'll we'll dig it up. Um, it's just a, it was such a great reinvention of the brand in fact one of my other favorite devices you did is the banana phone that Keanu Reeves used in the first matrix um, and running running uh, Kai OS I yes. thought that was a brilliant strategy I mean last I looked they had over a hundred million handsets 
in the market, including that yes. that Nokia. That's brilliant. We have a long list of you know those iconic designs, yeah. and then we have our own uh, sessions internally where we yeah. kind of. Uh, pick the winner which one should we do this year <laughs> and definitely the Barbarana phone was an early favorite yeah. and that's and it was a you know it was a mechanical challenge actually to make that uh, slide mechanism in a way that it would still last long and deliver you yeah. know both a fun but also a, a great quality experience i thought they were great my friend kerry friedman had one and she used to pop it out it was it was so cool the way you answered it. So my vote is the 8810, that beautiful black steel one that you did. That was really glorious. Look, um, so so just as we kind of wrap up, what are the what are the big trends, the big global trends you expect to see happening in South Africa and Africa in the, in the near future? Again, the big, the the most obvious is that smartphone adoption, yeah. where Africa still has room to grow. But that is, that is why it's so exciting for us to be part of that wave and really uh, bring great smartphones to the consumers. I think that's, that's the biggest excitement we have. But then again, it's, it's not just for your individual. It's bigger than that. It goes to the tablets, to the, you know, where the phones are used uh, as part yeah. of companies. I've been terribly bad about this. There's a little tablet I see Nokia's brought out recently. That's a new innovation. Yeah, and we were, you know, we had to be uh, humble enough to focus on our core portfolio yeah. first. But last year we felt was the right time to bring uh, a first tablet. And we've gotten very great response because, again, we have been focusing on that good quality experience at an affordable price. And we believe we've delivered on that. Great. Well, I thank you on behalf of all of the happy Nokia users. <laughs> thank you very much for joining us, uh, Florian Sieche. Thank you so much for having me. Great, great fun to be on your show. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. Please do subscribe and like us. It really does help. And we'll see you again soon.